Welcome to the Albany Update with Reverend Jason J. McGuire, Executive Director of New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. Now, with this week's Albany Update, here's Jason McGuire. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Albany Update. Every year, usually in August, when the news is a little slower, I'll take an opportunity to remind our listeners as to what our ministry is all about. So let's get into it. We often hear Christians say that politics is a dirty business and that they don't want to get involved. But we believe that as Christians, that is exactly where we're supposed to be. Jesus' ministry was defined by reaching dirty businesses with biblical truth. From money changers in the temple courts to tax collectors and even Roman government officials, Jesus worked in the hardest places, reaching those that the religious society of his time shunned. Our call is no different. Christians aren't called to either preach the gospel or be involved in the difficult, messy battles of our culture, but to do both with joy. We believe in taking Christian influence to the holes of power in New York and beyond, impacting culture with Jesus' ministry and bringing minds to Christ with biblical truth. New Yorkers Family Research Foundation and New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms holds that the Bible is inspired infallible, and the authoritative Word of God, with wide-reaching implications for humanity. It's the center of our vision and mission to New York. We believe that the church is at her best when her ministry extends beyond the four walls of the church. Jesus calls Christians to be salt and light for the world. The scripture says, to shine before others, so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5.16. It's our mission to get Christians out of the salt shaker and into the hearts, souls, and minds of lawmakers to make New York a place where God's good vision for mankind is enjoyed. To be salt and light to the world, Christians and our organizations alike are called by God to hold fast to his word and how he revealed himself to us. God keeps his truth alive in the church today through the work of the Holy Spirit and chiefly through a faithful adherence to the written word, the Bible. The Bible teaches us that our creator and designer is one God in three persons, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The center of the biblical story is the gospel of Jesus Christ, which tells us that Jesus was both fully human like us and completely divine like the Father. He suffered all that we suffer in life, but lived his whole life without fault, teaching, ministering, and ultimately sacrificing himself to repair humanity's distance from God. Without Christ's sacrifice, we would be forever distant from God. We believe in a human God that rose from death three days after his crucifixion and is now with his Father in heaven advocating for humanity from a place of genuine understanding and preparing the church through the Holy Spirit he sent to his followers for his world-changing return. In the midst of the cultural chaos, we're called to hold on to biblical truth and be peacemakers through winsome ways that carry the truth of the gospel. We believe that Christians are the last bastion of principled, civil debate because we are uniquely called to be on message at all times for the gospel. We believe in protecting human life. The human right to life is a fundamental principle, and without it, the entire American experiment falls apart. The signers of the Declaration of Independence bravely pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor to the proposition that all men are created equal, 
that they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. However, the right to life does not find its origins within the Declaration of Independence. Rather, the right to life originates from the Bible, and specifically from the Sixth Commandment, Thou shalt not kill, Exodus 20.13. Our organization believes that we all share the right to life. The Bible teaches that all human beings are made in the image of God, and that human life, like His image, is sacred to God. Accordingly, our organization upholds the sanctity of innocent human life and affirms the Bible's firm teaching that all life has inherent value and worth regardless of who they are. We affirm God's vision for life by protecting children in the womb, influencing New York to build a better society for pregnant women, future fathers, children, and elders, and honoring the life and dignity of New York's elderly and the terminally ill. With the overturning of Roe v. Wade, our mission to protect human life is evolving. States can now lead the way to promote life and protect the vulnerable. New York has a long journey ahead to return to a biblical understanding of life. Our state is last in the nation for hospice care and regularly pushes ahead of other states when passing anti-life legislation, furthering abortion or assisted suicide. We have hope, however, that Christ isn't done working in New York. We believe at heart New Yorkers value life and have deep compassion for the vulnerable in our state. Because the Supreme Court overturned Roe, our organization is encouraged in our work to transform New York's culture and Albany's lawmakers with the truth of the gospel. We understand that life's inherent value isn't negotiable for the church and many New Yorkers. We work in the legislature to protect their conviction and their right to not participate in life-ending procedures like abortion and assisted suicide. We also believe in promoting strong families. Whenever wise and possible, it is ideal for a child to be raised in an intact family unit by his or her own mother and father. Parents are uniquely called to be their child's caretaker, protector, and guide, teaching them how to navigate the world. Our organization works to uphold this biblical vision for family and parenthood in New York because we believe this vision is holistic and good for children. American culture has lost the family, and it's leaving our children unprepared to be the next generation. In 2019, the Pew Research Center found 23% of American children were living with single parents, the highest percentage of single-parent households in the world. This is largely a case of fatherlessness. The 2020 U.S. Census found that of the 18.6 million single-parent households, only 3.3 million were single-father households. A key driver of many of America's social problems is our broken family structure. In 2015, 41% of American children began their life through unwed parenting. Fatherless children are five times more likely to grow up in poverty, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 20 times more likely to go to prison than children with fathers in the picture. There are some positive indicators that the sexual revolution is losing steam, but its effects have been and still are devastating New York. On average, children who grow up in intact families are likely to be healthier, better educated, more affluent, and less involved in substance abuse or criminality than children who do not. Tragically, however, 
Fewer and fewer American children are raised in an intact family of origin. In light of the twin epidemics of divorce and fatherlessness in our society, as well as the impact that those epidemics have had upon children's health and well-being, our organization strongly believes in the restoration of a marriage-affirming culture. We promote adoption as a beautiful alternative for children who are in an unfortunate situation where their parents are unavailable to raise them. As the principal caretaker, protector, and guide for their children, parents have the God-given right to direct the affairs of their children. Across America and in New York, we see that our government is far too comfortable infringing in that God-given right. Although our organization affirms that God instituted governing authorities for our good and supports wise and just government intervention to protect children, we work as watchdogs and draw the line when government overreaches. The most salient example today for many New Yorkers is in public education, where we see harmful ideologues hijacking K-12 schools to push the radicalism upon the next generation. We encourage parents to dialogue with their kids about sexuality and gender identity issues. The abortion and entertainment industry would like nothing better than to be our next generation's resource for sex and reproduction. A parent's authority and influence are a protection against outside political and social radicalization, and it's good for a parent to be on guard against anyone who would use their child to promote an agenda. We believe that parents need to be proactive when guarding the information, entertainment, and education their children receive and nurturing their child's faith. Contrary to pop culture that's far too happy to promote division between generations, America's youngest generation craves adult interaction and guidance even after leaving the home. Parents and adults have the responsibility and honor to protect, guide, and provide real wisdom to the next generation. Third, we also believe in preserving religious liberty. Religious liberty has been appropriately described as our first freedom. It is no coincidence that the framers of the Constitution chose to place the free exercise clause and its guarantee of religious liberty into the very first of the ten constitutional amendments contained within the Bill of Rights. Our organization supports every individual New Yorker's rights to practice their faith, to speak about their faith, and to live out their faith without undue government intrusion. The Center for Religion, Culture, and Democracy Studies states laws protecting religious rights across America, and they confirm what many New Yorkers already know. Our state ranks dead last in religious liberty. While we are joyful in our work guiding Albany and our congressional delegation in Washington, D.C. towards better religious liberty for all, we feel the frustrations about living in a state with such deeply flawed public policies. Far too often, our government has treated religious liberty and individual New Yorkers' consciences as a barrier best approached at full speed and barreled over. We believe that it isn't the government's role to pave over a society full of personal conscience and religious conviction. From forcing faith-based charities and family-owned businesses to fund abortion services, to requiring social media networks to censor Christian content for opposing radical views of human sexuality, New York has forced many religious communities and individuals into conflict. Finally, we believe in proclaiming justice and mercy, the biblical concepts of justice and mercy. New York Families stands for freedom and justice for those who experience oppression. We are grieved that evils such as human trafficking and sex trafficking continue 
in the land of the free, and we're working persistently alongside legislators to create a society where every New Yorker knows that justice will win. We stand for the bedrock American principle of equality of opportunity. Therefore, we support educational choice and faith-based efforts that challenge cycles of public dependency and foster a climate of personal responsibility and freedom. A just and merciful society protects everyone's right to their own convictions, beliefs, and faith, and advocates for laws that further dignity. We support effective initiatives to restore the public's confidence in government and justice for all. Our nation has a long road to walk to heal the divisions within it, but we celebrate when we see Lady Justice deliver for the oppressed, and when we see New Yorkers better understand our government and form positive relationships with our lawmakers. We're at work in New York promoting Christian charity toward our fellow New Yorkers, and in Albany and Washington, D.C., building a more just and merciful culture. From the beginning, God's people blessed all nations and peoples by providing food aid, as in Genesis 41, and recognized that God judges harshly those who neglect the poor, Job 31, 21-23. So our organization affirms that we're called personally and individually to be merciful to our neighbors, provide for the needy, protect the vulnerable, and consider other people as more important than ourselves. Though God institutes government as a mechanism for good in Romans 13, the church and individuals are called to lead in the work of love. Thank you for supporting this work. You have been listening to the Albany Update, hosted by the Reverend Jason J. McGuire, Executive Director of New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms exists to influence legislation and legislators for the Lord Jesus Christ. To learn more about this ministry, issues you've heard on the program, or to make a financial contribution in support of New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms, visit albanyupdate.com or call 585-225-2340. Additionally, you can mail correspondence to P.O. Box 107, Spencerport, New York, 14559. You can receive the latest legislative updates at facebook.com slash albanyupdate, Follow New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms on Twitter at Albany Update or sign up to receive the weekly Albany Update email by texting the word FREEDOM to 22828.